Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Glowing podcast reviews feel really, really good. But getting any benefits from them beyond a warm, fuzzy feeling is questionable. Unless you have a plan for celebrating reviews for your podcast, that is. Today's episode is brought to you by My Podcast Reviews. Because you need to know what your audience is saying about your podcast. With My Podcast Reviews, you'll be notified anytime, anyone, anywhere in the world leaves a review for your podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox. Even though podcast ratings and reviews don't affect your podcast ranking, podcast reviews are still extremely powerful ways to know, engage, and even grow your podcast audience. So make it easy for your audience to follow, rate, and review your podcast with a free three-week trial of My Podcast Reviews when you sign up at mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. That's mypodcastreviews.com slash pp. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Now, if you fast-forwarded through the sponsorship message at the beginning of today's episode, A, I understand, but B, you missed out. We have a brand new sponsor. That sponsor, thanks again, Daniel, that sponsor provides a service to help you get more and track all of the reviews for your podcast. But why? What's the point? I mean, ratings and reviews are a thing, sure, But they don't really influence anything important, do they? Well, maybe. First, it's true. We have no evidence to support the notion that more favorable ratings or reviews for your podcast will cause your podcast, the listing of your podcast, the ranking of your podcast to go up or down in any algorithmic-based top 200 list or whatever. In fact, the opposite is true. We, we have ample evidence that goes against that very notion. Often that evidence comes directly from the mouths of the people responsible for writing and maintaining those ranking algorithms. But reviews do have an influence, maybe even an oversized influence, on something more important than ranking algorithms. That thing that's more important? Human beings. Because humans are influenced by reviews. So it's with that notion that I say you should celebrate your reviews. Celebrate them like a boss, in fact. And I think there are three very specific ways any podcaster can celebrate the reviews they get. The first one is celebrating the review in your audio, in the audio of your episode. 
Now, why would you do that? I mean, people who are already listening to your show know your show is amazing or else they wouldn't be listening. So what's the point of a review? You're not getting anybody new there. Well, reviews beget reviews. Hearing you read aloud the text of a review where you also thank the reviewer ideally by name, if you can figure it out, and then saying nice things about them as you mention them by their name. That's a pretty powerful psychological draw. People want to do that. They want to be a part of that. Now, keep in mind, though, that content and consistency are super important in your episode. So be deliberate when you place this little section where you're celebrating reviews. Resist the temptation specifically to celebrate this review very early on in your episodes. Remember, your listeners are here first and foremost for the content you provide, not you patting yourself on the back for a few seconds. So I think you should, as I'm going to do, stick your reviews towards the end of your episode. And yes, I understand that consumption drops off as the episodes progress. That's natural. It happens. But still, we want to be smart. We also want to be judicious with the reviews we actually showcase, right? I mean, if your show is big enough to start And fortunate enough, I suppose, to start pulling down dozens of reviews between your episodes, you may not want to read every single one of them out. So adjust this advice that fits to you. You also should celebrate them on your website, on your podcast's website. And that's because people will discover your show from a search from a link they followed somewhere else. They will get to your show's website. And oftentimes, especially if it's done from a search, they'll have no idea you even have a podcast. So when they learn that from visiting your website, don't make them wonder if your podcast is any good. Repurpose that social proof you're getting from the reviews on your website. I add every single review I get to my content management service, my CMS that I use to build my website. That in turn displays the reviews proudly right there on my homepage, along with the date, the name of the reviewer, the platform they reviewed it on, all of that is available. And I'm working on a way to add a rotating review box into my episode pages, which get a fair amount of search traffic. But once again, I implore you, be deliberate in your choices. Your website has a job, or maybe several jobs, but the job of the website is to still do the job of the websites. Putting reviews too early or in the wrong place on your website isn't helping your podcast, and it might actually hurt the job your website is there to do. So when in doubt, and when you can, hire a designer with some UX experience, or even better, CX experience, to get it just right. And also, celebrate the reviews on your social channels. I mean, spend any time at all seeking out podcasting info on any social media site, from Twitter all the way to Reddit, and you'll see a flood of got-any-good-podcast-recommendations posts. Now, of course, the reach of your own social shares is a function of the size of the people who follow you on that platform, right? And you may not be a big star on any given platform. This technique will still work for you if you can leverage the power of the person who wrote the review. See, when you share the review socially, and I recommend taking a screenshot of the review, 
bonus, by the way, if you could turn that into some little cool animated GIF without making it too terribly annoying. But anyhow, tag the person who left the review with their handle on that social media property. And yes, it takes a little bit of sleuthing and research sometimes to figure out the actual person or the social handle of the person who left the review, but it's this time well spent. I think it's worth it because you just might get a reshare from that person, which piggybacks on the size then of their audience. Now, by the way, I do all of these things, or at least I try to do these things, or I'm trying to do these things. I've not been really good about sharing reviews on the show here in the episodes, but I'm going to be changing that. For example, (laughs) here we go. Right now, uh, we'll put this in the Boostagram corner, shall we? Now it's time for the Booster, 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 Boostagram corner. Boostagram corner. I don't know a thing about crypto. A big thanks to Seth Goldstein for leaving me the following review on Podcast Addict. He says, Evo is an expert in the pontification of podcast knowledge. His approach to sharing this knowledge is approachable and enjoyable. I'm so glad I discovered this podcast. Why, thank you, Seth. I, too, am so glad you discovered this podcast. Now, I'm going to be sharing Seth's comments across my social media channels later on this afternoon, and yes, adding it to my website, because I like to eat my own dog food. Now, if you received value out of this episode, and you're using one of those new fancy value for value enabled uh, apps, I'd really appreciate the sats you're already streaming me, but if you would, hit that boost button, baby, and leave me a message. I'll read it out here on the show. But of course... That's complicated. Yes, I get it. So buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra remains the easiest way for you to support the efforts of podcast pontifications. That's a place where you can buy me one, three, or five, or whatever number of virtual coffees, or even a recurring virtual coffee support message every single month. Do that. Set it and forget it style. Click of a button. Super easy. With all of that, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, Unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. 
Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.